hey y'all what is up you are back for another week of sunday sessions it's your girl april squires and this week guys we have another little special guest for you stacy say what's up <laughs> what's up hey listeners my name is stacy shalinor and i am also a newfie i hope that word doesn't offend are you offended by the word newfie no me either fellow newfie here also living in halifax well april was living in halifax as i'm sure you guys know and she left me so now we're just <laughs> left to do a podcast together as she's here for her three weeks is it yeah i'm here for three weeks sadness i'm already dreading leaving <laughs> <laughs> That's because we just get into the most ridiculous shenanigans. You guys, if you could see us right now, you've probably seen the picture that I uploaded earlier. We are just here in some hoodies. We got the sunglasses on. It's a fucking vibe here. We're super thankful because it's Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> I forgot. <gasps> yeah, no, Thanksgiving is definitely important. I'm grateful for all the family and friends in my life, but it's different when you're away from your family. Like, I'm very sad I didn't get a Jigs dinner, but <laughs> I will live. <laughs> we'll just put that. Just a couple of tears will be shed there on uh, on lack of turkey din, seeing the fam. But you know what? We had each other the weekend. We went to our friend Hannah Pope's house. Shout out Hannah. Give her a little follow on Instagram. She is a digital design. My Graphic designer to be. Yeah. To be. Yeah. She's a queen give her a little follow so we went to her house we were just simply going to put together some furniture we started drinking and having a good laugh having a good time next thing you know it we're at <laughs> a rave <laughs> and then we were like what time is it and we looked down and we're like holy fuck it's 2 a.m i was like this is a sick joke like is it actually <laughs> totally unplanned and it's funny enough we haven't even all been friends for a year no i only well i knew hannah before but we weren't friends but I don't think I had ever heard of you until I met you, which was when? In June? Yeah, exactly, right? And we kind of just headed off, both come from very similar, I guess, like emotional backgrounds. Small towns. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Coffee cheers. Cheers to emotional distress. <laughs> facts, though. It is facts. And we were actually talking about, so I was telling Stacey, I was like, man, let's totally get on. Let's record an episode. I think it'd be really good for us. <laughs> Bond over trauma. Why not? Uh, very therapeutic <laughs> get a little you know hashtag on the sesh and uh here we are <laughs> i think when we initially met kyle had said to me about how you had a podcast because i did have a podcast but i don't do it anymore but kyle's like you're going to absolutely love april like she's doing the podcast like you guys are redheads you're gonna have a lot in common and kyle dalton you were quite the fucking matchmaker because here we are now and i think that the very first time we met, we talked about this episode. I'm almost positive, right? I'm literally positive we talked about this <laughs> yeah. episode. We were in bed and we were drinking. <laughs> nah, french fries and chicken, chicken nuggets. Yeah, I like five yeah. Yeah. yeah, cheers. <laughs> we love. <laughs> Just a little midnight snack, really. And we were in bed and we were talking. I remember like loving, you know, you like you meet someone, you just love having a conversation with them. Me and Stacey were talking and talking and just fucking eating. But like, I wanted to keep talking, but my eyes were like closing. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, it's okay, love. Like you can literally close your eyes. Like you can go to sleep. Yeah. Like I, you can just tell me to stop talking. Like I could talk the air off you all fucking nice. <laughs> but see, I simply love it. <laughs> you know, like I love like good conversation. So I was like, let's fucking go. So let's do this so here we are today guys we are bringing you episode 10 which is like super crazy to say like i remember being like you know so what exciting I, yeah right like so it's called society got us done fucked up 
and it I fucking think, does. <laughs> it fucking does. And I'm sure most of us can relate. Even just like, I guess, like simply starting off with just like this holiday, you know, I come from a broken family. You know, a lot of people don't come from that or just come from like emotionally like fucked up situations with their exactly. family. Yeah, yes. right. And like Thanksgiving, maybe we don't know what we're thankful for this Thanksgiving. Like maybe we don't know what we're doing. That's why it's so important to even just have like, you know, one person, friends, whatever you consider work friends, whatever you consider your something that makes you thankful. Let's try to search for that yes. this holiday. And, you know, it doesn't have to be family based. It doesn't have to be anything based. Whatever you want it to be that makes you feel good. Go with that. <laughs> I agree. No, I completely agree with what you're saying. So this episode is actually based around, I guess it could be like a combination of things that we are very passionate about, things that we wanted to talk about. It has to do with, you know, being a young woman. It has to do with growing up. It has to do with uh, diet culture. It has to do with self-esteem, your self-confidence, your body image, and how you value yourself. That bleeds out, I think, into so many other areas. And that's why I think it's such a delicate balance when we're talking about body image and self-esteem and self-confidence, because if one of them is fucked up, like if you, if we don't have that healthy mindset of ourselves, really, we're just firing ourselves down. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy what an effect it has on your overall life. I totally agree with everything you're saying and especially your personal relationships within your life. I feel like there's such a direct relationship with like how you view yourself and then how you develop relationships with other people and not just like romantic relationships, but even like with your friends and like even for some people for their families. Like I know for me, I definitely struggled with body image and one of my parents was very hard on me about my body so yeah like you said it definitely bleeds into other places in your life where you just like begin to feel very self-confident especially like your grade seven to nine years which we will touch on because those years were just horrific (laughs) (laughs) I call those the horror fucking years like I literally tell people like just get through seven eight nine high school kind of sucks too but like get through seven eight nine man I don't know like puberty fucks you up I think that during that time, just going through puberty in general, but also like I had sent somebody a picture of myself and it had went around the school. And then I just kind of had this skewed image of myself and everybody else had it too, because this picture that I sent to one person in confidence was shared with the entire school. And I was like 13 years old. So it was actually super illegal when I look back on it, but I have no regrets. It's just, and I know that a lot of people in that age group go through stuff like that. And it really does affect your body image, especially when you start to get like nicknames about like your nudes and stuff it's traumatic (laughs) it is traumatic and it's just like you know like we're we're going through changes we're changing our view of ourselves you know we're becoming more you know interested in whoever you know romantically sexually friendship wise like you're finding your people I guess I feel like we have a lot of naive trust in other people at that age because we think for sure yeah right like we think people are looking to make meaningful relationships we trust people we obviously you don't expect to send a nude to someone in grade seven and then have that fucking nude plastered phones like cell phones and stuff just becoming a thing so like you know it was intriguing to do and it was bad behavior but like you know that's when you do bad behavior that's when bad behavior kind of like starts I feel and well for me personally no I agree completely and I also feel like there's more information given to children now like I think Snapchat only came out when we were like in like grade nine or ten yeah so like just in general like I remember like by the time I was in grade 12 I had gotten presentations about sexting and talking about the Amanda Todd story that girl that had killed herself in BC because of cyberbullying it was like too late by the time that I seen it but I'm I guess I'm fortunate enough now to know that children at that age 
have access to more resources of things that we didn't have, which is a good thing. Like you can't be better about that. What we're saying, guys, is if they're younger and listening <laughs> to this podcast, I forget, <laughs> RIP to your parents. But looking back now, I just wish that I, you know, don't do it to yourself. And it has nothing to do with whether it's right or wrong. It's your body. Love your body. Fucking get it if you want to. Just know, like, you really do got to really think about what you put out there. And, you know, you can't trust people with that stuff. And, you know, even now, I feel like I'm definitely more guarded with stuff like that. And, you know, just who and what I share my body with. Yeah, I just remember, too, like, we were talking about body image and self-esteem. And I, you know, I've always been a very small person. I've always played a lot of sports. I've always been active. And, you know, I remember, I feel like maybe not though, but like, I feel like most people remember their first time with someone making you maybe question your body or they say something to you that you kind of like, it sticks with you and you think about. And then I was in biathlon. So a lot of cross country skiing made the national team, ended up going to Quebec. And I'm someone, if you know me, as soon as I eat tea, like TMI, too much information here, but like I go immediately to the bathroom. I've always been like that. It's just the way I am. I got a bad belly. Like, don't judge me. I know everyone's going to be like, ew, but I don't care. But I remember in grade eight, I went to the bathroom, you know, as per usual. And I came back and I remember this one girl was like, we have a question to ask you. And I was like, what? And like, I barely knew these people. Like, this is my, like, I maybe skied against them or only just went on a trip with them. And they were like, oh no, like, no, no, no. And I was like, no, no, like, what, like, you know, what do you got to say? And they're like, are you like bulimic? And I was like, what? I remember being in grade eight. I didn't even know what the word was literally. I was like, am I what? And they're like, yeah, like, do you throw up after you eat? And I was like, no. And then I remember leaving there, leaving that skiing competition. And I couldn't from that moment on stop thinking I'm not, but should I be, you know, it was like, it was fucked up for me. And I was so skinny. So even if I, you know, did cut back on calories, even if I did, you know, make myself sick, no one really noticed, you know, no one really, no one noticed because I was already so skinny. I was already so fit and I was doing so well in school. Why would anyone think that I had an issue? And then I remember when in grade nine, when I got super depressed, like I was mentally not in a good space whatsoever to people. I remember going to see my doctor and they were concerned about me. I was concerned about myself, obviously, but I was just so sad and depressed and just like, you know, trying to make that a thing to your parents back then like they were just like oh you're depressed now are you like who's telling you that like you know our generation of parents like in that age like realm like I feel like mental health is so unspoken about to them and that some of them just don't want to learn and by them I mean people in that generation not explicitly your parents but obviously that was your experience hey but it, like damn like they probably needed just as much or more like it's crazy just like we were saying like who made weight a subject who made eating a subject like why did that even become a thing it's the same as drinking water you need to eat you need to be healthy yes we need to exercise but I just don't understand where the negative notion like around it all came I agree and I feel like it's like a double-ended sword because there's the people that hate on people that are overweight fat but then you have people who are petite or small like yourself that also face the same scrutiny as like oh my god you're so skinny you say it's like a double standard right because if you say oh my god you're so fat and it's it's not seen as negative but it is negative when you do say that to people that are small like you just shouldn't comment on someone's weight period like it just doesn't matter I think that like healthy is a better word even though some people might find that offensive like you're looking great like you look healthy like it doesn't mean that you're 
small or big. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure if that makes sense. No, <laughs> I, I totally believe. I don't think skinny and fat and like all these words, like we should, like we should tell people they look healthy, you look good. Your body gets you through a lot. Your body has to wake yeah. up every morning. Your, your body is there for you. You need to show up also for your body. And, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, eating disorders and, and stuff like that. And I totally, totally understand. And it does, you know, talking about this right now, it doesn't make it like, oh yeah, it's so easy. It's not easy. I feel like weight for anyone is a subject that, you know, it's low key in the back of your mind, I think for a lot of us, whether we admit it or not. How many times do we look at ourselves in the mirror and we just start like looking at ourselves a certain way? Or, you know, you think about like, oh, like, am I actually going to eat all this or make yourself feel bad because you don't have time to exercise as much as you want and, and things like that. And it's just, it's so exhausting. <laughs> I find it completely exhausting. And I also feel like you can never escape it because of social media. Like you can try to not give in to beauty standards, but like at the end of the day, everybody looks at pictures of other people and wish that they looked like that because you are constantly compared to people that, and no hate to the Kardashians, like I love them, but like a lot of like influencers just like Photoshop themselves. Like it's unrealistic beauty standard and body standards because they're not even that small themselves. And it's not their fault that the industry is so toxic. No hate there, but I just think that that's a little bit of food for thought of like how what you see on social media also influences your body image, like heavily. <laughs> it does heavily affect it. And like, I remember, you know, they were talking about Instagram and they were in court and they were just arguing with them being like, were you or were you not aware that your algorithms, like how you present Instagram, like, do you realize that that is causing depression and suicidal thoughts and body image, like dysmorphia to young girls? And they're like, oh, and it's like, no, you do know that you do know that you got us fucked up. And like, you know, we said it before too, just like social media, it's just your best photos, it's how you want to present yourself to the world. And like, it's not real. None of it's real. It's all bullshit. It's so fake. And I would be the first to even admit that, like, I don't like to glorify my life. And I try to be authentic on social media. But I wouldn't lie and say that, like, I don't take like 100 pictures of myself before I find one that I'd like to add. But I do not use Facetune anymore. I will proudly admit that I used Facetune, like, God, probably up until like 2018 or 2019. It wasn't even really like altering my waist or anything, but just like heavily editing my pictures to the point where like, it was just like small things that like nobody would have noticed anyways. But I'm kind of proud of myself to say that. And I don't judge anyone that does use Facetune. You know what? Props to you. But it kind of just gave me like a very bad altered image of myself, like to the point where every time I took a picture of myself, I was so unsatisfied. And I felt brave when I used to start posting pictures without <laughs> edits in it. I don't know if you can relate to that or not, April, can you? I actually never used Facetune, but I definitely like to edit the colors or the saturation, the contrast. Again, it's still, it's making things different. Do you know what I mean? But it also has to do with too, like how many people will take a hundred pictures of the exact same photo because they want to look in exact certain way for it, you know, or like a picture that someone's like, oh my God, you look so good. And then, but you look at it, you're like, it's like, why do we do that to ourselves? I feel like even the weekend, like we took a bunch of those group photos and we were just like, you know, come to terms with just being like, no, I kind of like it without the filter, like any filter on it, any yes. color distort, you know, some, you know, getting to a place of that is, is interesting because it's like so weird just to upload a picture just as it is. I know. Right. And it's like, is that self-absorbed of us to think that like people even care enough when they look at our social media to see us looking our best? Like maybe like, you know what I mean? Like I just, 
think sometimes that we're too cut, not like us in particular, but just our generation, like we're too caught up in like Instagram. I find myself like using it way too often. So I, I have that timer on it. I am just scrolling on nonsense, like losing brain cells, comparing myself to be other beautiful women and then thinking that I'm less beautiful, even though everyone's beautiful in their own way. Come to terms with that, but I still have days where I just feel like that horrified little girl in grade eight that everybody like made fun of because they seen a picture of and it kind of like it hurts your ego in some sense too because I just feel like people look at you differently and I feel like this is before like the OnlyFans era too so like now it's just like if you've seen a picture of somebody with their boobs or ass out it's probably on Instagram because you pretty much show whatever the fuck you want on there but this is like back in a time where like there was no really like a self-love era for like any type of sexual pictures or even like respect for sex workers mm. so it was really difficult to navigate because like I was constantly called a slut for most of my life <laughs> as a child like as a child essentially but and it is funny because I look back at it and I'm like all I did was naively send a photo that kind of ruined my life my parents <laughs> that's sort of kind of like at the time it was really bad and like I went to a K-12 school I went to Baltimore school in Fairyland which is very small like 220 people for all K-12 so everybody knew and everybody and their fucking mom and dad and dog like I was like a social pariah but I think looking back on it now and hopefully if any younger listeners are listening to this and have went through it or are going through it it does get better um now there's options like you could actually just call the police on them and say that they're distributing your child porn because that's what it is I was just so ashamed at the time that like it was just very complicated I felt very like I felt disgusting I, I felt gross about myself and my body and I hated my body for so long and that kind of like affects how you have like especially intimate relationships like there's nothing more uncomfortable than like getting with someone for the first time when you're in high school and like you're not comfortable with your body at all and you just feel totally like you're putting yourself out there and then you'll have like guys that are just complete jerks and that will try to ruin your life like have you ever had a hookup in high school that just like ruin not ruin you but like they told everybody about it and it was just humiliating absolutely <laughs> yes absolutely and there was also you know stories of hookups where I didn't even actually get with the person like nothing Those happened but <laughs> I'm like sure why not fucking pile it on let's go that's what you just... want to start saying some weird shit you'd be like yeah I did fuck him and he said his mom's name while he was coming done 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 and done lock it up <laughs> throw away the key it's funny how some men like not to get off not to like cut you off or get off topic but men that think enough of themselves to make up that they slept with people like dude like where did you get your fucking ego from that you think that you can just spread around that you slept with girls when you know you're lying like <laughs> and you're in high school at the time so how the fuck do you even combat that if that was now i'd be like you're an absolute fucking joke but like you know net like looking back when you're like 16 it's so funny because it's so true to say that the same people who talk shit about you are the same people who would get with you they want it's such a complex thing and I guess I'm so naive too back in high school about like you know like if you're in a long-term relationship people would make you feel bad for that they'd be like oh yeah like do you know what I mean they'd be like oh so you're basically married now old ball or and something. Chain. <laughs> yeah like the old ball and chain yeah. oh my god I remember I dated someone a year younger and they used to tell me I was pushing the carriage like the little basket in it. I was like fuck you guys like that's, <laughs> that's like I know I, 
shit. Like, how do you have to be feel bad about that? But like the exploitation of sexuality and just like trying things for the first time. It's like it's crazy in high school and it's like and crazy in seven, eight, nine, because you're only coming into all this sexual energy. Like it's nothing wrong with being sexual. Like I feel like at 25, I'm more comfortable with like my sexuality, my like being sexual, like it's a part of who you are. It's what you want. It's like, it's great. And there's no shame in being a woman, like being a, you know, everything that encompasses you as a person. And, but back then you, you can't get into that the same as guys. Like I love my dad, but he's just like, guys and girls are different. Like, you know, growing up and like that fucking annoyed me so much because, but it's true. There was such a standard. Oh, it's complete like gender bias. I, I totally gender- agree. <laughs> well, maybe uh, that's not the right word, but I just find that there's like, there's gender roles like the boys do this and the girls do this and boys can get away with this but girls can't get away with it and if a guy sleeps with 10 girls he's the man but if a girl sleeps with 10 guys she's a slut but the guys will also continue to sleep with the girls that they call a slut like I find like the word slut in general is just like I remember doing like a whole podcast podcast episode about slut shaming because I think that that and body image is so directly related to like when you're constantly being slut shamed by like a group of guys and some of them in which either like want to sleep with you or are trying to flirt with you it's like the word has become so disposable now like April are you offended by the word slut because like I don't <laughs> offended by it because I think it's such a joke I'm just like yeah. oh like oh she's such a slut like grow the fuck up also don't throw rocks from glass houses that's what I want to say yeah exactly I just find that it's not even like same with the word bitch and stuff I feel like slut is used so loosely when describing women that like we need to boycott it like I find and like women should be slut shaming women either like I have friends or have had friends that would subconsciously just kind of slut shame women and I have done it before years before I kind of conditioned myself to learn that you know just because she might have slept with so many people doesn't mean she's a slut like you also have slept with people and people can consider you a slut like you need to look at it from both points of view you can't just judge someone because they slept with someone that you like call them slot when in reality like <laughs> you could be put in their shoes like I, I feel like it's it's a touchy topic for sure <laughs> it is a touchy topic and like just to go back to just like how that affects your body image how that affects your self-esteem your self-confidence we were talking over the weekend about how change the subject here but having a certain look being a certain size being whatever it has does zero for you I remember when I was in my second year nursing I don't even know I ended up losing 25 pounds because of stress because of everything everyone was commenting on it I was the smallest I've ever been at one point and I still wasn't happy because my mental health wasn't good my self-confidence wasn't good my self-esteem like how I loved myself how I viewed myself what I thought I deserved like none of that was there and I was super skinny versus now put back on the weight slowly learning to love myself but it's still a daily challenge because as everyone knows like it literally has nothing to do with the scale it has nothing to do with number and has everything to do with your mind and if you're healthy and what your positive thinking is and I catch myself doing it but I try not to and I try to make sure my friends don't do it too and and it's so sad because so many women are so easy to pick on themselves whether it's a bit old like like this is people who I know like have children don't have children like your body is wonderful and beautiful and your children are healthy and happy and we're so quick to be like oh we're so fat oh we're so this oh we're so that and like talking negative into the world it really it fucks you up like positive thinking does have an impact and and what you say to yourself has an impact on how you go about your day-to-day life I think I think that's one of the biggest challenges that I've had with 
you know, trying to overcome my mental illness because I take medication for anxiety and depression. And I think that, you know, when like you're saying, like when you put negative into your mind, you manifest negative. But when you try to think and it's sometimes you're trying to think positive. And like for me personally, I'm like biting my tongue till it bleeds because I'm just like, fuck, like I literally just want to spew negativity right now. Like this, this sucks. Like you have those moments, but then you have to realize like you get what you put into the universe, which might sound cheesy, but I kind of believe into that type of like intuition like if I put good in and if I put good in my head and I surround myself with good people and I start to just say positive things to myself instead of negative things you know maybe my mindset will change and personally it has for me do you think that the same for yourself like do you think that trying to be a more positive person the last like year or two has changed how you look at yourself I 100% think, you know, trying to be more positive, trying to appreciate my body for what it does, appreciate my mind for what it does, appreciate myself for what I've gone through. And, you know, accepting my failures, accepting who I've hurt, accepting that I've hurt myself. I do a lot of journaling now. I, I think that helps. I've done counseling. And yeah, I just, you got to forgive all the things that you don't like about yourself. And then you got to start over. Totally. Um, yeah. And, you know, you got to take a step back. And I think, it's hard to do. And obviously, like, you know, we're saying like, none of this is easy. Um, but it's, you know, it's, I think it's important, because I don't think we talk about it enough. Like, I don't think, you know, we jokingly, everyone's like, Oh, I'm fat, or, oh, I'm ugly. But like, you know, like, why do you say that about yourself? Like, let's dig a little deeper. Like, I feel sad. Yeah. When I hear, you know, I, because I, I don't want people to say that about themselves. Like, I just think that everyone's so beautiful and unique. And we've all gone through different things and image is nothing it's something at all you know but it's nothing like something in the sense of like your body is a physical aspect of you but like you are so much more than that what does your soul say what does your heart say you know like just oh there's life is too short to hate on ourselves you know and you know I read a lot too about just like parents and what they say about themselves and how that affects like their daughters their sons and whatever you know we grew up in a generation where your grandmother would come over like my grandmother would come over and slap you on thighs be like oh wait bro you're you're not skinny you got you got thick thighs like you got and I'm like Jesus Christ (laughs) it does like comments like that don't matter and like do we just excuse it and say it's oh gen- it's their generation or do we try to like manifest and teach it like I know I love to correct my parents any chance that I get because I think it's also a part like the generational difference with like always commenting on weight and stuff like that and it comes from their parents on top of them but I feel like you can get through to your parents sometimes or you can at least try I've tried I wouldn't say that I've been fully successful but <laughs> nobody comments on my body anymore I had been very open with my parents like I'm a type of person where my weight is fluctuated so I'll go down like 25 pounds if I get really depressed and then I could go up 30 pounds and I'm fine or I take medication now so I've gained some more weight and I don't want to hear it like I don't want to hear it from anybody I don't want to I don't even want to hear it if it looks good like I would rather the word healthy like no. I said mm-hmm. But with the older, even older generation, like your grandmother, like my grandmother is like that too. Like she's very, oh, back in my day, I was the skinniest on the block. And I'm just like, is that what beauty is? That what beauty is? Well, it's what beauty used to be, I think, right? Like to be a model. And no, I know that modeling is coming. This is like an off topic, but you have to be tall and skinny essentially to be a very successful model. And I know that plus size, there's plus size baddies out there breaking that standard. It's just traditional modeling. If you look back at Nick's top model and all and now Tyra Banks, <laughs> Tyra Banks was awful, but it's all petite, small women. You could have another whole podcast where we talk about how she literally gave all of those girls eating disorders. All I remember is the awful. episode where she like fake passed out or something. Or... 
you see the one where she screams at the girl she's like stop talking oh you need to look it up april tyra was on some fucking shit man tyra got a bad vibe and she did not let go (laughs) on a different topic though like body image and the peak of reality tv like watching like paris hilton and her best friend like watching like mtv shows and all this stuff and i find even like the reality shows now like too hot to handle like what the fuck is that there's not one plus size person on that show (laughs) it is literally just all about like superficial materialistic things and like when and i know that young children watching that like i look at it and i laugh i kind of find it semi-entertaining but people (laughs) that are plus size just from a plus size perspective like you don't see anybody that looks like you on that show so like it's hard to relate and then you think like okay well like i'm overweight compared to this like beautiful girl in this bikini so i'm not good enough back again to just how everything can affect a learning a learning brain <laughs> no <laughs> just stoned hair it can affect how like your your thought process as a child is pretty well, much what i'm saying representation matters realistic yeah. representation matters not just representation realistic representation for all you know and exactly. we were talking earlier about how just like even the size of shorts like say way back when if you bought a whatever size that's like three sizes smaller than your size now so then everyone has to get three like three sizes bigger and it's just like why are we why are we making it worse for ourselves? Why are we creating mental health issues for young girls? Like, you know, and it pisses me off because everyone knows guys' clothes fits way better than women's clothes. Like, and their sizing is fucking stupid. So it's just like, why Why can't it be the same? Why is it we're actively talking about body image? We're actively talking about how we fuck people up. And yet here we are still causing body dysmorphia. <laughs> Essentially. It's a, it's a, you, you put that together in a very articulate way. And I like that because I think that it all comes back to what we keep on discussing is that everything that surrounds you positive or negative will affect you and it depends on if you let it in or not because I know now as I'm older and I look back on things that used to make me insecure it doesn't anymore but like getting to the point that we're both at right now like it feels like it's just it feels like it's you're never gonna reach that point like don't you feel so free now that like you just don't like not that you don't give a fuck yeah like yeah it's like when you (laughs) let go like (laughs) giving a fuck essentially when you just stop giving a fuck (laughs) i just ran out of fucks to give today sorry come back never i have ran out so long ago and it's freeing because when you stop thinking about what people think and when you stop worrying about if you look perfect or not and just be satisfied with the cards that you were dealt with adam like this also kind of leads into another topic we were talking about which is like fillers fake tan crazy beauty standards i am all for that it's just not for me personally i don't care if people go out and get that kind of stuff i would like to get botox but i think that in some way those types of surgeries have led to the unrealistic beauty standards like Mm -hmm. everybody wanting a kim k ass and there's (laughs) nothing wrong with that if you can afford it go out and get it like fuck yeah but at the same time, like you don't feel adequate enough for yourself or you just want it. That, that's kind of like a controversial opinion, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it's utter. like, I agree. Like if you fucking want a girl and it's going to make you feel better, absolutely. But like, why have we even created these things in the first place? Why have we created yes. this? Like, it's like makeup. I have pretty nice skin. Like I'm freckly. I don't love my freckles, but I'm learning to love them. Um, Me too. <laughs> you know, I'm slowly embracing them. I love doing myself up too, like to go out. Like I love doing my makeup. I love wearing a freaky lip, but crazy how a lot of us just wouldn't go out that way. Why? Like, is it besides the fact of liking it? Obviously we like it and we, I enjoy it, but why do we do it? Yeah, it's interesting. And it's kind of interesting how 
I love how men are breaking the barrier mm. and it just doesn't have to be queer men that enjoy makeup or nail polish. No. Heterosexual, anyone can enjoy it. And I like how the gender barriers are kind of breaking, but you can also overdo it with makeup. Like when you're totally altering how you look, if you, if you like that, then that is okay, but you don't have to use that much. And that's like, just, I am a person who doesn't wear a lot of makeup. I would prefer not to wear it myself, but I think that when you do the whole, like there's overdoing it and it's the same with plastic surgery you can overdo it and I don't think it's those people's fault I think it's society in some sense that people feel like they have to keep up like there's these certain like I see these on like snapchat stories like you know what I'm talking about you can subscribe to them and it's like the crazy beauty standards ones where you have women that have like huge dangerously huge implants and it's <laughs> like when when is too far too far right mm. well I think this has been a pretty good episode, just fucking talking shit, talking about society, talking about how it got us done fucked up. It's been a quick 45 minutes, if I do say so myself. Oh my God, it's been 45 minutes already? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, we were just having some mad chats. Yeah, so uh, guys, we I love that you tuned in. Hopefully this week, I hope that you guys keep tuning in. Hopefully Stacey will be on here more than once because I feel like she's great. Just like anyone else that's come on the show, I'd love to have everyone back. Thank you guys. I just want everyone to stay strong this Thanksgiving, you know, I've, and in the future, we're getting into the cold months. Love yourself. Uh, like we were saying last episode, do what you got to do. And, you know, if do what keeps making you happy. That's all we want here for you guys. Thank you so much, everybody, for giving me a chance today. Third time is the fucking term trying to record this ending. Guys, Zoom is not being it here today. Oh, it's really, really not. But again, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening to Sunday Sessions today. Uh, April is a great host and there's only going to be more to come for season two, which I think she'll touch a little bit on before we get off here. But again, thank you. Uh, my name is Stacy and my Instagram handle is Stacy with an E. Uh, self-explanatory thanks guys <laughs> thank you so much for coming on your pleasure to be a friend with your pleasure to have on this fucking episode i love the way we talk i love you as a person i think you're so beautiful inside and out i'm so glad we became friends i have fucks to give to you <laughs> me too <laughs> but yeah um this episode actually concludes season one guys we're going to be coming out with season two you're doing amazing sweetie <laughs> Yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Shout out to Matthew Mercer. He's making some new music for season two, some new intros. Uh, shout out to Karen Fagan, of course, one of my close friends, super creative, super talented. Thank you for all you guys for listening, staying with us and tuning in uh, for this season. And I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Again, just going off the edge of my seat. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm glad you guys are along for the ride to uh, see it all come to life. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode.